You're listening to the Sport of Business podcast powered by the 321 Go Project. We've talked with over 500 gym owners just like you, and every week we'll bring you the best of the best. We chat with industry experts as well as deliver advice that you can use today. For more, visit 321goproject.com. Three, two, Hola, Sport of Business podcasters. I hope everyone's doing well. Uh, before we get rolling on today's episode, let's talk about some of the awesome opportunities you have coming up to really make some tangible improvements on your business. Um, you know what? The first of those, you can have a lot of fun and learn a lot. We're talking about the affiliate gathering, August 21st through the 23rd, Park City, Utah. Check out the website for more details. Again, July 22nd is going to be the re-release of the 321 Go Project Academy. So a lot of the listeners on here have completed the 321 Go Project Academy with some incredible results. Uh, in fact, just last week, I talked with, uh, with a couple that runs an affiliate, and they said halfway through, at the midway point through the 321 Go Project Academy, they had their record-setting month of revenue, just halfway through. Friday, July 17th, we're doing another free webinar. Uh, Last week, we did one with Rusty Bruner on corporate programs. And those of you that were on that really understand the value of these webinars. Um, I, for one, walked away from that webinar with about a list of 10 things that I'm going to do to increase my corporate presence. So uh, it's one hour out of your week, and it it will generate revenue, it will generate ideas, it will improve your business taking that time to do those things. This is a great segue to talk about what this webinar is going to be about. I'm talking wealth. Now, I know you might be thinking that this is going to be a conversation about, you know, money, lifestyle, income, um, but we're talking about something different when we talk about wealth, something much more than income. Now, if we were to put a formula to wealth, we're quite simply saying, what is your net income divided by the time that it takes you to earn that income? We're going to say that that equals wealth. And now, why do we add the time component to this? Uh, one thing that becomes abundantly clear to us is when we're when we have conversations with some of our clients, our mentoring clients, or our academy clients. The first thing that we talk to them about is their perfect day. What is your perfect day? What does that look like? And we're going to use this to drive all of the decisions that we're making. And I'm just, I've got a list here. That, let's just look through these. Um, these are probably some of the most common responses to the perfect day exercise. Let's see here. Go to the gym. I actually want to go to work in my perfect day. So most of you are, are already on the track to that perfect day. Um, I want to work out. I want to do some training. I'd like to do some coaching, uh, probably less than I'm doing now. Uh, I'd like to have breakfast with my kids. I'd like to spend time with my family. I'd like to hang out with my kids before they go to bed. I'd like to take a couple weeks of vacation with my family. I want to focus on those last couple bits there. So let's just say spend time with my family, have breakfast with my kids, go on vacation and not be stressed out. So now we've introduced 
time into the equation. So I've, you know what, I've never talked to an affiliate owner who's told me their perfect day involves making millions and millions and millions of dollars and uh, being on a yacht, drinking Mai Tais, and never working a day in their life. Most of the people we talk to want to work, want to go to the gym, but then the pain point in that perfect day becomes the time component. You know, I mean, going to the gym, training, and doing some coaching, I mean, anybody can do that. Like, you can do that without owning an affiliate. But now what we're saying is we're introducing time into this equation. Like, I value time with my family. And that's really where the wealth discussion picks up. So I'd like to maybe get out, you know, the thought out of your mind right now that I'm just going to be talking about income. How much income do you deserve? I think you deserve a lot of income. You're changing lives and improving our society immensely. So yes, I would think that you are deserving of a lot of money, as much money as you could ever make. But the focus of the, today's podcast and the focus of this webinar is really going to be about wealth. So when we talk about metrics that we track, I'm just going to use an analogy here. When we talk about metrics that we track through the 321 Go Project Academy, we say that average revenue per member is a better metric to gauge than the number of members that you have. So you can have a gym with 200 people in it. If your average revenue per member is $50, what good are those 200 members? Uh, conversely, if you have a gym that only has 75 members in it, but that average revenue per member is $200, $250, $300, then you're able to provide a meaningful experience for, for all of those members, yet provide adequate income to sustain your business. So that's just an example of, or an analogy to, to wealth. We're saying, you know, I don't care what your income is. I'm, I really care about what is your income in relation to the time that it takes you to earn that. Let's just do some quick math here. Um, let's say you work a 60-hour work week and you make 100K a year. This is a pretty common scenario across a lot of professions. I, we see this all the time. So 60-hour work week, 100 grand. Let's extrapolate that over the year. You're talking your hourly rate, the value of one hour to you is $32. So let's go on the other end of that spectrum. Let's say you make 20K a year, $20,000, and you're able to generate $20,000 in annual income based off of one hour of work a week. That puts the value, that puts the, the wealth, the use of that time at $384 per hour worked. Now these are two extreme examples, but let's maybe, let's just stick with that $20,000 number um, and maybe make a little bit more reasonable hour that we're gonna earn that in. So let's just say you work five hours a week. So um, you put in five hours towards some really targeted program that is gonna be a good revenue generator for your business. And in those five hours of work, you generate 20 grand in either income or additional income. So now what we're looking at is $77 an hour is your wealth, the value of that time. So when you see here, you've over doubled the value of your hour from the person earning 100K. And what does that afford you? That affords you opportunity. So if you're generating 20 grand in five hours a week, 
can you find another five hours a week to, to generate another 20 grand and so on and so forth. So I think you see where we're going with this. It is not unreasonable for you as a gym owner to find a way to find five hours, a very dedicated five hours in the 321 Go project we call these CEO hours. And those five hours generate you $20,000 in additional income. That's not absurd whatsoever in addition to what you're doing. So what do we do with this? How do we value this time? We know that time is the most important thing, especially in the service industry. We are all in the service industry. And so we need to know that we control the value of our hour, the value of our time. You know, I'm, right now I'm, I'm actually looking at a shaker bottle, a protein shaker bottle. You guys probably have dozens of these things. You know, if, if we were manufacturing these shaker bottles, what could we do? I mean, yeah, we would have the opportunity. We could make a gold-plated shaker bottle and sell it for $100 a pop, let's say, because it's a gold shaker bottle, and that's a novelty item. But likely, if we're producing these shaker bottles, uh, we're not really concerned about time. This is all automated. These are machines making these shaker bottles. So what we're interested in doing is just selling more shaker bottles. It's simple, isn't it? It's not the case in our business. Our business, what we're constantly pursuing is maximizing the value of that hour. There's only so many hours that people are going to be able to come into our gym. So we're not going to be able to create more hours in the day, but what we can do is create more value around those hours. So who do we look to for people that are creating value for their hour or value for their time? We look to the top performers in our industry and after talking with well over 600 other gym owners, we've narrowed it down to some pretty common themes that all of the top performers have. First of those, their time is valuable. They recognize that they as the business owner, they as the visionary of their company should be allocating their most precious resource, their time to those activities which produce the highest return on investment. We hammer on this in the academy and we actually go through several exercises throughout the academy and throughout the mentorship program that allow you to increasingly dedicate your hours throughout the week to the highest value activities. The second thing that the top performers do is they leverage their assets. So what are your assets? You've got a building, you've probably got restrooms, locker rooms, changing rooms, showers, and a space, a bunch of rubber mats on the ground. Now, what do I mean by leveraging that asset? So maybe to illustrate what I mean by that, I'll say what I don't mean by that. So, okay, you've got these barbells, you've got these bumpers, you've got these kettlebells. Now, not utilizing those assets to, the, to their fullest extent would be saying, well, uh, you know, all these things are here anyway. Uh, you know, I'm here anyway, you know, mopping the floors or whatever. I'll just let anybody come in who wants to come in and, you know, use my equipment for, for a few hours. You know, they don't need to be in a class. You know, I'm here anyway. This stuff's here anyway. Um, you know, oh, yeah, actually, you need some help with that clean and jerk. Here, I'll, I'll coach you. You know, half hour, you know, free personal training session. So what I've done in that scenario, if I've assigned a zero dollar figure, a zero value amount to my assets, 
and more importantly, my most precious asset, my time. I've given that away. And in the eyes of the consumer, my time and my assets have a value of zero now. And so that's one thing that we're realizing is that we're here to help people. Our philosophy is to help first. And we believe that for the gym owners. We believe that at 321 Go. Um, but we also know that we have assets that do help people. And we need to learn to maximize the use of those assets and our time. The third important characteristic of the top performers in our industry is that they move on to higher value roles. So this is your homework for today. I always want to give you guys some homework on these shorts, and I'm just going to give you a piece of homework straight out of the academy. If you if you sign up for the 321 Go Project Academy, you will do this um, exercise with me in a little bit more depth. But I want you I want to give you a little taste of, of some of the things that we talk about when we mean moving on to a higher value role. So I want you to make a list of all the things that you do throughout the week that are not a part of your perfect day, not a part of the things that you want to be doing. And I'll give you some example of some things that, that are on my list uh, or that were on my list or, or, or currently are on my list. Um, a big thing was scrubbing the toilets. Like I hated doing it and I always forgot to do it and I forgot to restock paper towels all the time. I would get sidetracked by somebody and I didn't want to do that anymore. Uh, another thing, I was I spent probably between three and four hours a week emailing with people wanting to drop into my gym. So these are two things that were on the list of things that I had to do throughout the week that were returning a negative investment in my time. Meaning the time that I spent doing them was taking me away from a higher value role that would have been generating me, my gym, and my family more income or more wealth. So what we do in this exercise is the first thing that we ask ourselves is, can this be automated? That's the freebie. You know, can these systems, do I currently have the capability to automate this entire system? then I'm not spending time doing it and I'm able to move on to these high value roles. So in the scenario of shooting emails back and forth with drop-ins and you know being asked what the wad is the next day, asking about, you know, bartering for this and that for the drop-in, I I was taking time away from my community and my membership messing with that. So I automated the entire process and now it's that now I never even know it. And do you know what? I'm able to provide a much better service to both my members and the people that drop into my gym from out of town simply because the barrier to entry is automated. You guys know the feeling. I mean, if somebody comes to your gym and it's two minutes before class starts and they want to fill out a waiver, buy a t-shirt, pay the drop-in fee, it is a pain in the neck. Now imagine that same person coming into the gym and you're, you're right there, smile on your face, greet them with a handshake, click of the button, they're signed in for class and they have this wonderful experience and then they become a raving fan of yours. And I've taken the guesswork out of the process because I don't know what, I can't predict what they're going to do. So I've automated that and now I'm able to... I'm able to step into a role where I'm, you know, customer relations or, or greeting people or making people happy and having much more fun myself. The second thing that we ask is 
will the cost of replacing this role be made up in revenue that I generate by moving on to a higher one? So let's take my toilet scrubbing example. Like, all right, so I could pay a high school kid 10 bucks an hour to scrub the toilets. He's provided with meaningful income that's above minimum wage that he would be making at any other fast food restaurant. And I'm able to step away for 100, 200 bucks a month. I can step away from those 10 hours a month that I spent scrubbing toilets and I can generate way, way more than the $200 a month that it costs me. I mean, for most of us, that's one membership. Like, I sell one membership, I've replaced myself as the janitor and provide a much more robust, ongoing path to wealth or value for my time. Again, guys, to wrap up, I want to be very clear. When we talk about wealth, we're not talking about making a bunch of money. We're not talking about greed. We're talking quite simply about assigning value to your time. And in assigning value to your time, you're able to help more people get fit, which I guess is the reason why you got into this in the first place. So July 17th webinar, register for it, 321goproject.com. Thanks for listening to the Sport of Business podcast. If you found this valuable, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a review. For more information, head over to 321goproject.com.